It's great to be here, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Raise your hand if you're actually from Amsterdam, from Amsterdam. Ik hou van jou, ik hou van jou. I love you, I love you. My grandfather actually created a beautiful bond between me and Amsterdam because he worked at the Legardes Hales. Anyone familiar with the Legardes Hales? Oh, some of my smiling in the front. And so he used to live on Jakob van Lennepstraat, and when I would come to visit him, I would always have the best time because he loved to walk around the streets of Amsterdam. And so it's great to be back here today. I spoke here on the next web stage a couple of years ago, and I talked a little bit about my story and my journey from being a musician to then coding and building a technology platform to solve the problem and the challenge that I was facing. And the challenge that I was facing, I believe, is the challenge that we're all facing. Let me get my bearings for a second, right? I'm hearing around and I feel like I'm talking over here, talking over here, talking over here. But the challenge I was facing was that social media, as connected as it seems to make us, made me feel very disconnected. Across all of my social platforms, 300,000 on Instagram, 550,000 on Twitter, 450,000 on Facebook, 200,000 on YouTube, as my social presence grew, I felt more and more disconnected from the people who were following me. And as I started to think about my friends, my real friends, my family, like my grandfather, I started to realize that my time was being taken up by just observing as opposed to truly connecting. And in addition to that, because of 4G, as we could call it, that connection time was taking forever. Now, I'm sure you guys understand what I'm talking about. I have three, well two, soon to be three, nieces and nephews from my sister. My youngest nephew will be born in September. Now Kai and Ivy, they love to FaceTime or Snapchat or video chat. And in fact, they are growing up in a world where if the video is not on the phone, they think something's wrong with the phone call, right? 4G makes that very, very, very difficult sometimes. Because if I've got low connection speed and I want to see my niece and nephew, the video's choppy. I'm sure you guys understand what I'm talking about. And if you calculated all the time that you've spent waiting for a YouTube video to load, for a video connection or video chat to actually connect and be full quality, there's a lot of time that you're probably allocating to waiting. So, two challenges. First, social connectivity. How many of you have a cell phone number on every single one of your LinkedIn connections? How many of you have a cell phone number on every single one of your Facebook friends? How many have a cell phone number on every Twitter follower? How many have a cell phone number on every Instagram follower? I think you get my drift. Really, what's happened is that we've allowed for third-party platforms to actually control and manage our relationships for us at scale. 
This URL, textryan.com, has basically changed my whole life. Now, the age of connectivity is going to change everything. We're living right now in an age of information, right? You can Google almost anything. What's the biggest fish ever caught? How many different species of fish actually exist? How much trash are we creating every day? How many emails are sent every day? But when you wanna actually look for data about yourself, it's strangely elusive. I'll ask a few questions. Of the people that you reached out to last week, which one had the lowest response time? Of the people that you talked to today, which ones have sent the most emojis? Of the people you've talked to in the last year, which were the five that were the most impactful to your personal life, your professional life, your business life, and your career? If you try to Google those statistics, I'm afraid that you'll find it very challenging. And so, I wanna to talk today about three different areas where the future of connectivity will revolutionize our lives. Now, to give you some background, I went to Harvard, I got in when I was 14 years old. I started when I was 15 years old. By the time I was 19, I was a senior, I called my dad and told him, thanks for the times, but I wanna be a musician. His heart was broken. It took me eight years to become an overnight success. In 2003, I moved to New York City. My first manager in the music industry was Sean Puffy Combs. I worked tirelessly so that I could build a career that could make my parents proud. And you know what? Today, my Harvard diploma hangs on the wall in my dad's office as a reminder that I still have a lot of work to do. Why is that? When people walk into my dad's office, he says, hey, you might know my son. His name's Ryan Leslie. Nine out of 10 people kind of shrug and say, yeah, that's cool. But then he points at the diploma on his wall and he says, maybe you've heard of a school called Harvard. And they say, yeah, I've heard about that. So then my dad calls me and says, hey, Ryan, you know, your decision to become a musician, listen, I think you've done a lot of great things. You work with a lot of great people. But when people walk into my office and they recognize you more than that Harvard name, then you really made something of your life. That's a very high standard to which to adhere. And so in 2013, I decided that even though I'd had an illustrious career in music, I wanted to start to tackle a challenge. I wanted to start to tackle an obstacle that could potentially touch more than just the people to whom I was performing. Now, trust me, I've had some incredible times as a musician. Great studio sessions with Jay-Z, Kanye West, Madonna, Alicia Keys. I've had incredible moments on stage, standing in front of 2,000 people at Olympia, screaming, Black Mozart, the name of my last album, which was independent. But I realized that even if I went platinum, sold a million copies, it would only be one-eighth of the population of New York and that I would be very far from potentially achieving that goal that my dad set for me, that people would know either me or the work that I was doing more than the revered name of Harvard. 
So I started to give my phone number to everyone because I wanted to have an actual experiment. Could I actually build a platform that allowed me, Ryan Leslie, as opposed to Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, could I actually have ownership of all the relationships and social connections that I was making? And I tried it. And as the guy who introduced me said, 35,000 people texted me. Every single one of those people received a response. Now, how did I pull that off? Well, there's a, a platform called Twilio that allows me to plug into their API, and anyone who sends me a text receives an automation sequence. And at that time, in 2013, it was a very, very simple automation sequence. Number one, I wanted to know who you were. Number two, I wanted you to buy my album. Number three, when you bought my album, I wanted to say thank you. 35,000 people texted me, and if you go to this URL and leave your number, you'll get a text from me. And actually, it's not just a chat bot. It's actually my real cell phone number. And it is a glimpse into the future that I'm describing today. That future will allow you to have better time management. Why? Because when you don't have to walk around and actually enter everyone's info in your phone, you save yourself heaps of time. Now, we're all here at the next web. We're here to connect, potentially find an advisor, potentially find an investor, potentially find a co-founder or an employee or someone who can actually elevate your team and help you to accelerate the value that you want to give to the world. Now, if I had to walk around like you guys all are probably walking around and network and read every badge and exchange numbers with every single one of you in this room, it would likely take me more time than I had at the entire conference. But with a simple URL, textryan.com, if all of you were to go to textryan.com right now, leave your number, you'd all get a text back from me instantly that says, yo, yo, it's Ryan. What's your name? email, Instagram, and city. And when you put that information in my phone, it would start to build a relationship graph that would tell me how well I'm doing in terms of connecting with all of the people who are interested in connecting with me. An incredible time savings. When I did this the first time, like I said, 35,000 people texted me. 33,000 people actually responded to that first text. And it went something like this. Yo, Ryan, I love your music. Hey, what's up? Thanks for texting. I don't recognize this number. Please add your info to my phone. 33 of the 35,000 people added their info to my phone because when you use a social channel like a cell phone, there's a different expectation of connectivity. When you use a social channel like a cell phone, there's a different expectation of connectivity. At the lowest level, if you were to send someone a LinkedIn message, or you send someone a Twitter message, or you send someone an Instagram DM that you're not following, the expected response time is almost not expected. You don't even expect a response. But a cell phone, you expect a response. 33,000 people added themselves to my phone. Every single one of those 33,000 people, because I had told my phone exactly how I wanted to interact with them, every single one of them received a very gentle recommendation to buy my album. One out of every two actually bought it. 
a 50% conversion rate. It actually makes sense. When you have a direct line of communication to someone, where you're not just broadcasting your message across the internet, and it's one-to-one, you got a 50% chance of actually converting a sale. Why? Because someone's getting sold. Either you're selling them a reason why they should buy, or they're giving you a reason why they won't. What's beautiful about getting the reason why they won't, though, is that it can actually help you to re-engineer and recalibrate the way that you're selling so that your conversion rate can get even higher. And we're always selling something. We're always selling something. Even if you don't have a product like an album, in every relationship, you're selling yourself. A reason why someone should spend the most valuable resource that we all have, which is time, investing in you. Time management. Number two, number two, work-life balance in the age of instant messaging. Work-life balance. Well, if you've got more time, because you've been able to automate a little bit of your life, if you can actually just give your cell phone number to everyone and your phone is smart enough to follow up with them and get their information and organize everyone by where you met them, where they live, how many followers they have in case you need influencers to promote your idea, what they do, how many texts you've exchanged, then you can start to build a clearer idea of where to invest your time to get maximum results. Now, I've done this so many times. I used to give my number out instead of a URL, and I would get hundreds of people who actually got into my phone. What I learned, though, is that the scale doesn't even matter. The scale doesn't even matter because even if you've only got 100 people in your cell phone right now, today, and I see so many of us on cell phones right now, even as I'm speaking, we're tied to our mobile devices. Even if you only had 100 people in your cell phone right now, you're only talking to about 10% of them. Maybe less. Maybe less. You're talking to the people who actually make a difference in your life. You're talking to your co-founder, you're talking to your family, you're talking to your loved ones. If you could unlock just a small percentage more of the people that you're talking to, more opportunities would happen. More sales leads, more invitations to dinners, more business opportunities. And that's really what we're all looking for, right? We're looking for enriched lives. So when you can actually automate to the point where you are focused on spending your most important resource, which is time, building the most important resource, which is relationships, you can really live a more enriched life. And the third is 5G connectivity and how that will actually change all of our lives. Now, of course, we are expecting with 5G that the entire world will be more connected. We're actually expecting that data transfer without Wi-Fi will actually happen at 10 gigabytes per second. That means you could download HD movies on your phone in like 10 seconds. But the real difference that 5G is going to make is that the latency that I was talking about with my niece and my nephew, the ability to actually directly and more 
richly connect in the channels that we built on mobile, that latency will disappear. What are you gonna do with the extra moments that you have in your life? I'm hoping that with those extra moments that you have, you dream bigger. You think about challenges that are bigger than you, just like I did. I decided that, yeah, it was cool to get over the challenge of trying to get to 10,000 or 100,000 or a million social followers and make millions of dollars producing music and touring. But I realized that there was an impact beyond that that I can make. And that impact was to be able to build a platform that not just served myself, but could also serve and give value to people all over the world, whether they like my music or not. And so today as I stand here, I would say that each one of you in this room, whether you like my music or not, can relate to the idea that you need someone. You might need a few people. You might need, like I said, an investor, an advisor, a coworker, a co-founder, to take your vision, to take the value that you wanna give to the world and amplify it and not just amplify it, but accelerate the speed at which you achieve success. I've always said that success happens at the speed of communication. The right idea to the right person with the right resources at the right time can actually get you to success much faster than you just sitting in your apartment like I did, learning how to code from Code Academy, ordering Chinese food and trying again. Once I was able to build a team, the scale and the reach of that success was dramatically accelerated. But I believe as we move beyond the information age to the age of connectivity, 5G will actually engender and empower a level of success that far exceeds what we all imagine. The time that we're spending scrolling and waiting for pictures to load, the time that we spend waiting for videos to load, the time that we spend waiting for our most important connections to actually load on video chats, what are you gonna do with that extra time? I hope that you spend it, I hope that you spend it investing in the most valuable resource beyond time that we all have, and that's relationships. TextRyan.com. Don't be the 99% of people who get into my phone, test it out, hey, I just wanna see what this is about, and don't actually use me as a resource. Yeah, I've got 80,000 people in my phone, 80,000, and I'm able to manage them at scale thanks to the beauty of technology. Now, I won't be able to video chat with them all until we get much further beyond 5G, right? But I can actually help. And so if anything today that I've said resonates with you, if you'd like to help, if you'd like to invest, if you'd like to just talk more, if you'd like to understand how my platform actually serves me and could potentially serve you in your business, text Ryan.com, it's my real cell phone number. I'm Ryan Leslie, and it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you.